In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Good morning, dear children of God, and welcome to Friday of the 23rd week in ordinary time of the church's year. Today being the ninth day of September 2022, let us call upon the Holy Spirit to come be with us. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Come, 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 Holy Ghost, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come. Holy Ghost, come. Oh, come, oh, come, come, come. Dear children of God, the title of my homily today is Become all things to all people in order to save some. Become all things or all people in order to save some. The first reading today is taken from the first letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians chapter 9 from verse 16 to verse 19 and from verse 22b to verse 27. The gospel reading is taken from the gospel according to Luke chapter 6 from verse 39 to verse 42. St. Paul tells us in the first reading today, that he has become all things to all men, that he might by all means save some. He has become all things to all men, that he might by all means save some. For the weak he had to become weak. For the strong he had to become strong. For the rich he had to become rich. For the poor, he had to become poor. In other words, he had to, you know, adopt the mindset of every category of people he needed to preach to in order to win them over to Christ. He became all things for all people, not becoming all things with them in all things, but he became all things for all people so that by all means available, he is able to save some, if not all. In becoming all things for all people, he remained in himself without compromising whom he is in Christ. And that is why he did not become all things with all people in all things. Rather, he became all things for all people so that he can by all means save some. And so he tells us that he has a Become a preacher of the gospel to everyone, not on the grounds of the gains he stands to make or his making, but the sole aim of making the gain of saving some. So what he considered as gain in this his adventure is the salvation of souls. The more people he is able to save or God saves through him, the greater his profit in his own judgment. And then he makes it clear again that he has also to be very careful. He has to be very, very conscious of his own personal lifestyle so that he will not be left unsaved after saving other people. Becoming all things to all people in order to save some entails for me three very fundamental things. Number one, it entails the life of sacrifice and the life of service. 
Number two, it entails the life of self-denial. And then number three, it entails the life of self-discipline. And I will be using the analogy of the athlete. Hussein Bolt is a great athlete of the world. He once said that he trains four years. For four years, he keeps a training to run a race that will last only for just a few minutes, seconds, as a matter of fact. In the course of this four years training for each uh, a minute uh, or less than a minute race, he will have to sacrifice a lot of things. His pleasure, his resources, his friendship, and so many others. Their friends in Christ. To be able to save other people, to be able to preach the gospel of Christ, we must be ready to make sacrifices. We must be ready to be at the service of the gospel of Christ and at the service of the church and its people. We must be ready to be at the service of our fellow human beings. For salvation as wrought by Christ for humanity is holistic. It's not just the soul, it's not just the body, it's not just the spirit. It is both the body, the soul, and the spirit all put together. The entire human person, with every dimension of the human person, with every dimension of the human society, taken into account in our quest to effect the salvation of God in the life of all the people. And so, we cannot do it just in our own ways. We must be ready to be docile to the Holy Spirit, who will prompt us to always do it according to the mind of Jesus Christ the Master and according to the specific needs of the context of the people to whom we bring the good news of Jesus Christ. This requires a lot of sacrifices. Sacrificing our resources, our time, and our talent. Sacrificing many things that are within and are without us. It also requires the life of self-denial. Denying ourselves of our rights, of our privileges, of things that we should ordinarily enjoy. They are not sinful in themselves, but for a higher goal, we sacrifice them. Dear child of God. What sacrifice are you making? What level of self-denial are you in Bible to bring about the salvation of others? Have you been able to go out of your ways to help facilitate the salvation of your brother or your sister? Are you ready to subject yourself to any form of self-denial to make that marriage work? To make that relationship work. To make that job successful. To make that community become better. To make your nation a better place to live in. To make the world a better place. What are you denying yourself for the salvation and the redemption of others? Again, it requires of us to live the life of self-discipline. In the gospel today, Jesus tells us a blind man cannot lead a blind man. How will you say to your brother, Brother, let me remove the speck in your eye when there is a log of wood in your own eye. St. Paul will say, Go to him, 
If he preaches and they save all, and himself is disqualified. And so he says, I permit my body and subdue it, lest after preaching to others, I myself should be disqualified. The life of self-discipline is very, very fundamental in following Christ. How much discipline do you subject yourself to? The word of God says, those whom God loves, he chastises. Many of us were not even ready to stand or endure the discipline of God, the discipline of the human society, the discipline of our vocations, the discipline of our callings. Not to talk of imposing more disciplines upon ourselves. Some are married, but they are not ready for the discipline that the marital life entails. Some are gainfully employed, but they are not ready for the disciplines that their career and their job entails. Some are called to the religious life. They want the, the glory of the religious life, but they are not ready for the discipline of the religious life. Some are single. They are not ready for the disciplines of the single state. Some are students, some are lecturers, some are physicians, some are military personnel, soldiers, and others are politicians, some are business tycoons, but they are not ready to stand the discipline that their state of life entails, not to talk of imposing further personal disciplines upon themselves. Dear child of God, you will hardly succeed in life without self-discipline you hardly make any serious impact on the human society in the life of people if you don't imbibe the life of self-discipline and more fundamentally you will hardly succeed in saving one human soul if you are not self-disciplined And the worst of it all, you will hardly be saved by God if you are not able to discipline yourself. And so, dear child of God, in our quest to become all things to all people in order to save some, let us learn to lead the life of sacrifice, the life of self-denial, and the life of self-discipline. And God himself will salvage us and bless us. Remember, your value in this world is a function of your contribution to the salvation of others. Therefore, go all out today and always, becoming all things to all people, so that by all means you are able to save some and save yourself at the end of time. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Be assured of my prayers and my blessings always.